You want to go to war? You got a war. You started it. We gonna finish. What's going on? Uh, Stan Destroyer here today. Uh, riding solo. Uh, no Chris. I just thought I'd do a, kind of a quick episode just to uh, cover a couple of things and uh, get a little more uh, at least short episodes out there every so often. But uh, mainly today I wanted to talk about uh, real quick uh, Pool Party Palooza 23. Uh, stopped out real quick at the end. Unfortunately, I missed a lot of the bands I knew people in. By the time I got out there, I just I had too much stuff to do around the house, at least earlier in the day. Uh, but uh, saw pictures of uh, Sam Squatch and uh, other such people that I knew from uh, other bands. Uh, so, um, make a more concentrated effort to get out next year earlier. Who knows, maybe even next year by then I may actually be in a band that could possibly even play on a stage. But at that point, uh, we'll see what happens. It's a lot of stuff's in the works right now. So, we'll see what happens. Uh, but yeah, I would say it was a success. Uh, many thank yous go out to uh, Tony and Amanda Smith for uh, hosting it and for Mr. Schindor for helping organize it as well and uh, Zadi for coming out and uh, running into numerous people including uh, Andy and uh, unfortunately there was also apparently a couple other people I knew that were out there but it was so dark that it reminded me of a another outdoor party I went to where I heard someone say what, what? I can't tell you fuckers apart. You all wear black. I can't see shit. And that's kind of what it reminded me of. So there were a couple of people out there that apparently I, either I walked by them, they walked by me, didn't notice them, recognize them, because so I'd have seen them. I'd have said, hey. But, uh, yeah, it's kind of dark. and So, yeah, next year. So also on another side note, I had noticed, I don't, I think the Tiffin Police and Sheriff's Department must have been tipped off that there was some sort of like outlaw metal show going on because the presence on the one side of town was thick. I mean, I saw many sheriffs on country roads out there patrolling, looking for something. And the, I don't know, maybe it was coincidence. It could have been. But man, they were thick as thieves, especially uh, I had stopped at uh, Circle K. The wife needed to run in and get something. And there were so many Tiffin police at that end of town. So, unfortunately, they were still nowhere near close enough. So, which I thought was funny. So, that's one of the great things about Pool Party Palooza is you have to pretty much, you have to know someone 
to get the address. And I it should stay that way because, you know, honestly, we don't need them. I mean, pool party, that's the one thing I've always said about this area for most of, whether it's punk shows, metal shows, whatever, people police themselves pretty well around here. Uh, everybody knows they kind of have to get along, so fights really don't break out. If they do break out, they kind of get squashed really quick. And, uh, I mean, yeah, the, just the general, despite the reputation we have, and uh, which kind of sucks because because of it, we have a harder time getting venues. I mean, because I've thought about doing several kind of like punk off fests over here and uh, having some of my favorite bands from, you know, like Toledo and Lima and, you know, Michigan come down and play. But it's hard as soon as they figure out you're like doing like a punk show. They're like, oh, because they think they're going to have to clean up. You know, there's going to be stabbings and massive fights and, you know, broken beer bottles everywhere and you know, it's just not true. Also, because at this point, most of us are so old, we don't... It's too much effort. <laughs> Trying to get into a fight, it's just... Nah, I'd rather stand at the back and enjoy the band, let the younger guys all get in a pit and, hit, you know, wear each other out. Uh, it's, and it's cool. I got no problem with it. But, you know, it's so... But, yeah. Because of the, the stigma, it's... it's it's Well, for, for starters, it's bullshit. Or at least around here, and because like I said, I've I've went to many shows in dive bars and people's outdoor backyard events or warehouse events or whatever, and it's it's never been a problem. So I don't know. Like I said, I, maybe at one point I'd like to get one going. That's for sure. But uh, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, other than that, I see, I guess that was about it for that. I was going to move on. Originally, I was going to do a short episode today, uh, about, and I know I'm going to have to look him up. There's been several episodes I want to do, so, uh, but I'd rather get more people involved in the conversation. One of it is the UFO thing. Like the UFO thing has been going crazy now within what, last year, two years, like as far as there's being more sightings and it's being confirmed by the military and everything else, and we're not talking about it. And I mean, we as in a society, because we're so all wrapped up in our on bullshit about oh who's woke and who's too woke. It seems like with the politics of everything, have unfortunately taken over some of the other shit that we'd have cared a lot more about ten years ago. That we're like, no, nah, we're too fucking busy. I got too busy arguing with the other side. Which, I don't know, I've talked about it before, we're, as, a, as a country, we are too fucking worried about sides anymore. We need to start worrying about working together again, because, let's face it, for the powers that be, whether it be corporations, politicians, or what, the more we're divided, the more it works in their favor. I mean, you know, we, we literally have people arguing over stuff that does not affect them, while the middle class is being driven into oblivion. I mean, and literally, I'm not trying to stand on my soapbox, but it's true. I mean, 10 years ago, yeah, 10 years ago, I could safely say I was still could be considered middle class. Like probably right at a high, maybe slightly at the higher end of middle class. Now I am definitely lower class between the wage I make and everything else and the jobs that are out there. So, I don't know. That's just my little soapbox for today. 
Uh, yeah, that's, that was weird considering it also started out with aliens. Sorry about that. <laughs> that's kind of odd. But uh, actually, um, and, and man, I don't know. I'm not trying to get on the, uh, uh, what do I want to call it, bandwagon of, because there's people talking right now about uh, uh, what's the, the movie, The uh, Sounds of. I can think of sounds as Liberty is that, and that's a TSO album. Uh, yeah, the movie that's about pedophiles. That's of supposedly it's also connected to QAnon, which it, it sounds like it honestly might be. But honestly, I, the people are like, "Oh, people are trying to stop this movie from even happening." I'm like, "Nah, dude. See, here's the thing: if they really wanted to stop that movie from happening, they'd have just shut it down, and never put it in the theaters." And that's the truth. I mean, because there are plenty, there are plenty of movies. Once you start kind of looking that up, that has happened. That when they decided they don't want it in movie theaters, it just gets shut down. Even if the movie's already made, it just sits in a can somewhere, and the celluloid just rots. So it doesn't go. So uh, I, I don't know about all that. So and then what's the one thing? Yeah, if you want to go see that movie, that's fine. I just I don't know. Uh, but on that note, I do want to do an episode, sorry, I'm looking at, looking something up while, cause I need somebody's name, uh, an episode about a certain individual that was in a movie called, uh, Better Off Dead, and it's not John Cusack, it is Dare's his name. Dan Schneider, 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 Dan Schneider. He played Ricky, Ricky Smith. So I don't know how much you might know about him. He was in several uh, TV shows as well. Um, and he ended up being a producer for Nickelodeon. And that's where things even start getting weirder about it. And I had heard, oh, I forget what I was, I was watching something on YouTube. And there was somebody that had a theory that most millennials and, and or Gen Zers have the thing about covering their feet because of Dan Schneider. So, and if you get a chance, just kind of plug his name in. And it's, it's kind of, the stuff that's in it, it's kind of weird. It's, but I would kind of like to do an episode about it because... He is in one of my favorite movies. Now, fortunately, he's not one of the main characters. He's kind of a bit side character. And it kind of bums me out that he is involved with that movie. But it is one of my favorite. Better Off Dead is one of my favorite movies. And if you have not seen Better Off Dead, please go see it. I know John Cusack, it, he does not like it. He does not like that one. And the one that was sort of a... It wasn't exactly a sequel. But uh, it was also produced by... Uh, Savage Steve Holland and oh my god it just went right out of my head too uh, it takes place in Nantucket uh, let's see and it's got uh, 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 man I can't think of anybody's name today a guy that plays Booger Dan Armstrong yes god, there are a lot of Dan's I just realized in this, including myself uh, let's see Steve Holland Savage Steve Holland, and, and the other movies he's done were, let's see, One Crazy Summer. Wow, that should not have been that hard to think of. 
So I would definitely say check those out. Apparently, John Cusack hates them because he thought them made him look like a fool. But the thing is, is the characters he plays are very relatable as just when you're in your weird, awkward teen phase of you're trying to figure everything out and nothing wants to go your way or work out right. So, and I think that's part of why I love those movies so much is because it is just kind of like life. It's just, and you got to be able to laugh at it to a certain extent. So, like I said, eventually I do, I want to get a couple people to talk about this at some point. Uh, other than that, I mean, I don't know. The UFO thing, also, I'd like to hear people's comments about it. Also, we do have an email address, and since I'm trying to get the show going more and more, uh, it is just punkoffpodcast at gmail.com. There's no spaces or anything else weird like that. Just all one word together, punkoffpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, send, send your emails there about what you think's going on with the whole alien thing. Is it... Is, are, are, do you think we're close to contact? Are aliens just doing drive-bys to see, like, like hey, hey, is it safe to pull over in this neighborhood yet? I mean, I don't know. Just, I th- think it's kind of odd. Or is it, once again, another distraction? Although, honestly, if they're trying to use it as a distraction from politics and everything else, it's not working that great. I will say that. But, eh, I don't know. So, also... If you have any ideas of things we should talk about or discuss on Punkoff Podcast, send it to the email. Podcast at gmail.com. Love to hear your ideas. If there is a band we should know about to put on the outro, once again, Podcast at gmail.com. We are always up for checking out. Usually we try and stay local to the area, but I would be lying if I said, hey, occasionally I don't put another band that's out of the Northwest Ohio, Lower Michigan area. It does happen occasionally, not often, because usually I try and give people that are uh, self-produced, independent, however you want to put it, I like to give them more of a platform to for everybody to kind of check out their music. Speaking of which, I guess I will kind of circle back to around the music I played last weekend, in case anybody w- was curious. Uh, was a band called Doris Diaz. Doris Diaz is no longer together. Uh, they were together in, oh, I want to say, this isn't probably totally correct, but it's close. I want to say about 2005 to about 2008. Eight, maybe nine was their years for when and I had caught them uh, believe it or not I heard about them through Facebook if I remember correctly I was into just checking out bands on Facebook at that point and uh, they kind of caught my ear because especially for being a band from a smaller town they're like they're fusion of uh well it's mainly death metal but they had some other influences and it would really stuck out to me and i really thought it was fucking cool and honestly i thought they were a band that if it could have held tight and kept a lot of certain members within the band and it's nothing against anybody that was in the band at some point but there was a certain period where that band they were they were really just held the fire they just had it in their hand and and uh, 
it was good stuff. And going to see him shows was awesome. And uh, actually, I do believe that's kind of a point where me and Mr. Schindorf kind of connected. I told him about, hey, you ought to go check out this band, uh, Dive Bar. I think it was a carry at that, for that particular show. And uh, that's where him and I kind of started to, uh, to hang out more. But, uh, yeah, I decided I, that, that Doris Diaz had actually come up in my iPod because I'm old and I still use an iPod when I do my job at work. I'm allowed to have an earbud at least. I can have one earbud in as long as I can hear what else is going on. And uh, it came back in the rotation, and I just just, just was like, oh, this, man, this is so good. So so I felt like I kind of I didn't have anything too new right now yet to share. So I kind of felt like putting up some Doris Diaz. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it was fun for me. So it was kind of a touch back on uh, where me and Jeremy had kind of first started hanging out more together. So, uh, other than that, take care of yourself.
projected suicide machine. 